Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, July 31st, is the night of the Black Moon, and we will be doing our own full moon circle right here on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> That's right! It's also the Married at First Sight show. I neglected to mention that in my intro. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Wednesday <laughs> Hump Day, Married at First Sight Day. I am your host, Mike Thieling, and much like Matt abandoned Amber, Lanisha abandoned us last night. But as Matt is back today, so is Lanisha. I hope I didn't make you cry. What's up, you guys? We cried. We cried. There was but night vision you held camera. It down. I no, saw no, you no, no. There down. was night vision camera in the studio, and of course, the third man on our team is producer Jonathan. What up, yo? What up? <laughs> Sorry, that, that was a delayed reaction. Wow. He's like, I didn't know my name Jonathan, was Jonathan is extremely <laughs> enthusiastic. As somebody I see already putting out in the chat, uh, Caucasian sex. So evidently we're not over that yet, huh, guys? Caucasian sex. Ooh, we did mention Lord. it again this episode. So yeah, we're not over it. Guys, we're going to go over everything with this episode, of course. We have got our special segment to rate the couples. We maybe do Shadiest Moment. I gotta see how I feel when I get to the end of this episode tonight. (laughs) And of course... We rate the couples in real time, but guys, we have got the link already in the description for you guys to go ahead, go in, rate the couples. Producer Jonathan is accumulating all of our ratings. He's got an amazing graph. Actually, we'll put the graph up again like we did last week. That was really, really cool. So get all of your answers in the link in the description right now. But first, of course, for us, Lanisha, overall thoughts of the episode today. over the place because these couples are a hot mess. I mean, I'm happy that some are, like, progressing and really doing good, but, whoo! Y'all already know the two out of the two couples. I know y'all know, but they We're got me. We're saving them for the end, of course. <laughs> they they have got me on a loop. <laughs> I'm going to assume you're talking about Matt and Amber and Elizabeth and Jamie. And ding, we, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. We are going to wait to the very end mm-hmm. uh, to talk about them because, honestly, they're the most interesting and I like to go in Interest quarters. So couple. yeah, the most drama. That's you know what? That's a much nicer way of saying it. I always say interesting, but it's really least drama to most drama. So least drama to most drama. I'm actually calling an audible here. I lied to you earlier. Mm. We're gonna talk about Greg and Deanna first. Okay. Greg and Deanna. So okay. Do we have like angels from the heaven music or something, Jonathan? Because yeah, Greg had sex. Yay! Greg had sex. <laughs> He's been waiting. But just because it was his birthday. <laughs> he got that birthday sex. That's the only reason <laughs> he got to have sex. And just the thought, not even the thought, the actual act of sexual intercourse with Greg made Tiana sick. <laughs> that, no, Literally. Was, no, is that not it? Not, no. Am I projecting? No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh, Deanna comes down with some kind of flu or something. It just coincidentally mm-hmm. happens to be right after they have sex, which is not 
uh, a good omen for their sex life. Mr. Oliwota says, Mike, you were wrong. Play the video from last week. I don't know what that means, but I believe you. I'm usually wrong all the time. Can I jump in real quick? Yes. Just, just this. That's it. That's it. This is Greg's music. Ah, <laughs> I think Mr. Oliwata is saying that last week I said they were not going to have sex. Probably, yeah, yeah. I was Allergic. wrong, too, because when I saw the episode, I didn't think that I knew Greg was ready, but I didn't think Deanna was. I didn't think Greg was ever. I didn't think Deanna was ever going to be ready. But nonetheless, they they did it. They did the deed. That's yes. fantastic. And look, Greg was very nice, caring for her, tried to take care of her, bought her that gigantic. Okay. I don't even know what the Pedialyte or what that was. A gigantic <laughs> thing of stuff. And they, of course as all the couples did today, had to play some little special game. Theirs, I thought, was super boring. They had the deck of cards. Yeah. So, real quick, they had the deck of cards. The different suits meant different things. And they played out the cards, and it was hold hands or kiss or compliment or or something else that was equally bad. I'm so opposite. Like, I thought that was so cute. Okay. Like, this is, like, the most playful I have ever seen them because Deanna's more just... In the beginning, she was more just like off guard and everything. And this is the most walls down I have ever seen her. I love the kisses. I love the compliments that she gave. What was him. the other thing? Kisses, compliments, hold hands, and what? It was kisses, hold hands, compliments, and then I think they were just like joking or just joking around with each other. Help Somebody us put out. it in the chat if we can't remember. Look, I thought that was just the most G-rated version of this exercise ever. What? And right after this monumental, like we're having sex now. I mean, it should be a little bit more intimate, I thought. I mean, I, I could hold hands with you right now for the next 45 minutes, and who cares? Like, that's not yeah, like a challenge. Yeah, but theirs wasn't awkward. Because earlier before, it was awkward when they who? hold... Deanna and Greg, when they would hold hands, like, it was a little awkward because she wasn't yet ready to be all touchy-feely. But now, like, this one was more playful, like, oh, we're holding hands, oh, we're gonna kiss, oh, I wanna kiss you again. Like, it was so, it was so cute to me. Ah, uh, gee, Rochelle <laughs> Alexander is correct. It was hugs. Mm. That's just, I don't know. Look, the fact that they're awkward holding hands to begin with is a problem. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's more in public. I don't know. I just thought this could have been a lot more fun if it was maybe a little bit more risque. What, close off? No, no, it it doesn't have to be X-rated or anything like that. But, I mean, give, I mean, hold hands is just so, that's beyond base. Like, you all could hold hands with a friend. I don't know. I just thought it could, if it was a little bit more interesting, Mm -hmm. it could have potentially also brought them even closer together. But who's to say there was some interesting stuff in the deck and we just didn't get to see because X-rated version. Because it was only by suit. So it was only four actions. Yeah. Hug, kiss, compliment, (laughs) and hold hands. So, okay. G. Rochelle Alexander has got it labeled all the suits like really I guess you're going to play this game that's awesome (laughs) we're going to get to everything with uh, Major Keith says talking about sex gave Iris a nervous breakdown we're going to get there don't worry about it don't worry about it Mm -hmm. so but essentially that was kind of it with them and then this is really the big thing at the very end they're in bed chatting and essentially Greg is trying to figure out (laughs) what exactly were the secret combination moves he made (laughs) To get to have sex with his wife. 
<laughs> and you had a great opinion on this. I did. Um, actually, for the first time, I'm like agreeing with Deanna. Just, just let it happen. Just let it happen. And then there was some comments that I was agreeing with as well when some people were just saying, Greg, just take control. Stop asking all these questions. Like, I'm not going to ask yeah. you, can I hold your hand? Can I kiss you? Can I do this? Can I do this? Stop asking. Just do. You're in a relationship. The answer for me to you would be no. My wife wouldn't appreciate that. Really? But Greg, yes, Greg, I think exactly should stop asking. And in a polite, we got to really preface this, in a polite, respectful and very observant manner. Okay. Go ahead and initiate things. In a and sexy way, not in a perverted sexy, way. Right. Okay. And I think very, Deanna is going to have no problem being very overt in whether she mm-hmm. wants to or not. That you know, But it is definitely mm-hmm. not romantic to just ask yeah. about it, for I sure. I guess I'll say, let it happen naturally. Yeah. There you go. Like how she was saying, just let it flow. We already got some. I mean, you guys in the chat, what is going on? We see all of you. Reg, Mr. Oliwata, AM, Major Keys, JNG, Tamika, you guys are fantastic. AM says... He did try to take care of her, but I hope she doesn't get sick every time they have sex. That would be horrific. That would be that some would. weird allergy going on. No, that, and, I would start asking some questions. <laughs> Why am I getting sick every time I have sex with you? <laughs> Kimberly Mayfield says, did you guys know Iris is a virgin? That's crazy. I, I had no that. idea. That's crazy. That's crazy. And <laughs> see you who says more than every other month. This is something that we glossed over. And... Sex for at least Greg and Keith, this is a big thing in these two relationships, right? Yeah. So this is the first time they've had sex. So Greg is and trying he to wants gauge. More. It must have yeah, been good. It must have been it great. Been He's trying to gauge what is the propensity for him to get more sex. Mm-hmm. And he says, Would you be good with doing it every other month? And she was basically like, Yeah, that'd be fine. It would just be really, really good every other month. And he's like, that doesn't but how seem do you good answer to me. something like that? Like, would you would you want it like every once in a week? I don't know. Just whenever it happens, it happens. I well, guess. Well, but I mean, you could. I think you could safely say like, no. I mean, that doesn't seem frequent enough to be mm-hmm. connected as a couple and to be sharing that intimacy and all that other kind of you know razzmatazz that we talk about. Right. Having sexual and physical intimacy with your husband or wife. So I think that's kind of what he was looking for. Not the like, yeah, that'd be fine. That's like, wow, you see really disinterested in having sex with but me. But then she went he on He literally said, do say, I, what do I have to do? Do I have to have my friends come over so you can see me in a cute manner or something? But she went on to say, like, I mean, I don't know, just let it flow. Like, so I think that's where she was, the point was. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess if it takes that long, it takes that long. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's whatever. Somebody earlier in the chat correctly pointed out that it really just seems like they have a middle school relationship, which is, like, <laughs> kind of true. But it's kind of true. It's, it's not too far <laughs> off. So... We basically just leave them, and that's kind of it. I thought pretty uneventful episode for them in general. I thought I, I liked it because I was seeing them progress more. They are they Even are progressing. Last episode, they the, are progressing. progressing. I think they are progressing better than any of the other couples. To yeah. be honest with you, yeah. yeah. We're gonna see where we map out on the graph because some of mine are like <laughs> all over. Let's move right now to Keith and Iris. So super quick, yeah. Huge condolences. Keith's grandma passed away. It's really sad. I felt good for him mm-hmm. in the fact that she got to meet his to go to the wedding and yeah. to meet 
what potentially could be his forever wife, and that's special, and that Keith and Iris got to share that time over at the family thing. I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to say about it, but that if we could just I'm compartmentalize really, that one point, we'll tear them up later. But that one point short. is is real, real life and serious. Iris, I, I gotta say, big ups to Iris, because for that woman to say whatever you need, and she actually understood his situation because the same thing happened to her. And the fact that she was just there for them, I'm gonna cook for you, whatever you need, I'm here. Whether you need to talk, whether you just don't need me to talk, and you just need someone to lean on, however you want to deal with this, right. I just know I am here. So big up to Iris for that. Yeah, and that's really the perfect position for a husband mm-hmm. or wife to be in, or just a really good friend, which is kind of what they are at this point. They're not super yeah. ing- ingrained in the relationship, and you know, it was really, really sad, just like our friends on our chat are saying, but... Mm-hmm. I like the support, and I like I like the where they got it. Yeah. Let's get out of that serious part, because that's not what we really want to talk about. Let's talk about the fun stuff. So, they had their game, and it was fishbowl questions, because yeah. the two couples <laughs> that got the fishbowl questions were essentially like, you guys aren't progressing fast enough, so we're going to revert you back to an old original game, because I believe they all played the fishbowl game on their honeymoon. Right? Is that right? Or they um, did previously. I don't think they did. They played it at some point, Keith didn't they? Keith and Iris? I thought everybody played it. It doesn't huh. matter. They are gonna. Mm-hmm. They played it today, and it's the normal kind of questions, whatever, kind of getting to know you type stuff, until <laughs> it asks what your favorite sex position is, and Iris says N.A., not applicable, because we can't get <laughs> smacked in the head more that she's never had sex before. Jonathan. What's up? Iris has never had sex. I know. Thank you. So, Amy Wee says, I bet Iris has lemonade on repeat. Amy, thanks for hanging out with me again. Amy was with me back on Love Island earlier today. Thank you to everybody who was with me on Love Island earlier today. Yeah, so Keith is like, cool, and you can tell he doesn't really want to answer because this is the most uncomfortable position you could probably put this poor guy in. He's dealing with the fact that his new wife is a virgin really well. He's not pressuring her at all. He's kind of letting her do her own thing and letting it progress. But then the show is like, no, sex. What do you think of sex? And like, won't leave the poor guy alone. So eventually they have to deal with it. Of course. Yeah. They're in a a mature relationship. They're adults. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a thing if they're married. So Keith says his favorite sex position is, are we allowed to say this on YouTube? Whatever. Keith says his favorite position, which is not Caucasian sex. And, (laughs) and Iris just the reaction, I would describe it as grossed out, yeah, icky. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she seemed really disgusted by it. And I don't know. It wasn't more, I wasn't getting awkward vibe. I was getting more just like, ugh, like how could you do that yeah, type it, of vibe from it, her. To me, it was the face. immature, uncomfortable to a point mm-hmm. where, you know, I get you're a virgin. Mm-hmm. But you're 27, you should be able to talk about sex. And uh, we talk about yeah. sex and, like, giggle and stuff like that. But, uh, uh, I mean, man, yeah. he wasn't even talking about doing anything really crazy, guys. I mean, it's not that crazy, right? So, I mean, with, we're not talking about Elizabeth here. It's just kind of, Amber, she gave her a high five for having sex. Well, but see, that makes total sense to me. Because okay. she's like down, right? Like, yup. Oh, awesome. Like, you yeah. Freak out. Not woo. me. Gross. Ew. Disgusting. Yuck. Yeah. So, 
you know, let's go to what the chat is saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear. I would have. Dear just says I would have given this couple the card game. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, they probably need a little bit more. Rob H. Iris is annoying and awkward. Deirdre, wrong couple for this game. <laughs> Maisha, I feel like she made him feel like a pervert. Yeah. They're grown. Yeah. Like, have they even made out? That's absolutely right. That's a much more eloquent way of putting mm-hmm. what we were trying to say. Mr. Aliwada, always here. What's up? What's up? Iris had to know she was married and sex is involved. Obviously, it's Ray Ray says, after seeing Iris cry about talking about sex on camera, I feel like someone really made her feel guilty about sex. She needs some serious individual counseling mm. to get over that feeling. I understand what... It's Ray Ray is saying right there. However, we know she, it's just intercourse. She has been sexually active mm-hmm. with other mm-hmm. people in the past, just not intercourse. So I don't know if that's if that's true. I just it's this thing that we keep going back yeah. to with her, this immaturity. The, I think it was like a little bit what you were saying out there about this TV thing, that's what confuses me. Mm-hmm. Her saying how uncomfortable she is about talking about it on TV, but I'm like, you went on there right. knowing. So, so, so is it, is, are we thinking, guys, tell us what you think in the chat. <laughs> is this more of Iris trying to preserve her, her reputation or personality on television because she's trying to project like, I'm such a good girl, whatever. Oh, no, I wouldn't want... For some yeah. reason, that's in her mind to do it, when in real life, she's obviously been intimate to some degree with other people. Right. And maybe it's not as a big a deal. Is it just for the cameras? But I'm just saying, like, you could still maintain that image of I'm innocent or whatever without judging another person. And that's how I felt. I felt like she was very judgy. Even the other couple episodes, when she saw the condo, I feel like anytime she hears about him having sex, she gets a little judgy. So it's Ray Ray again in the chat. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, guys, we don't get a chance to watch the um, unfiltered because we come right on after we watch. It's Ray Ray says she did make him feel like a pervert. Someone said that Keith said <laughs> on unfiltered <laughs> that he and Iris have done everything but sex. Mm. So... Of course, with Unfiltered, that is filmed after everything in the season is done. So we don't know if they had done that up until this point or what happens. But just like Natasha is saying, my 23-year-old daughter is a virgin and doesn't act like that. Iris is grown and married. It just seems... It seems to me just immature. Mm-hmm. That's just what I what I get from it. So by the time you hit high school, I'm sure you have heard of almost everything. Like, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> in high school, everyone talks about it. So, he then kind of goes on, another question is, how would you like me to initiate sex? I knew this was going to be a terrible question right off the bat. Because Mm -hmm. she's never had it, so she has no idea. And you can see just the thought of him trying to initiate sex with her is completely turning her off. It's it's just, she can't fathom that Mm -hmm. thought. And... Just deep down, like, I don't know what that means for their relationship. I feel like we talk about this same point every week, too. No, I definitely agree with that. I I feel like that was, like, one of the questions that shouldn't have been so uncomfortable for her. If anything, it could have given her a chance to tell him how she felt about it. If she's ready on some degree. Or maybe, hey, like, give me a second to think about it. I don't know off the bat right now, but we'll come back to that question. Because there is a really mature way to answer that for a virgin, exactly. right? Exactly. 
That's a good question. I have no idea. But, you know, I love you. I want our relationship to work. I know mm-hmm. when it is going to happen, it's going to feel right and it's going to happen. I just he answered it for wants you. It, to be special. it doesn't have to just be grossed out be or anything like that. <laughs> it's very, very strange. And then they have that nice dinner where Keith loses his virginity of um, uh, rice. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> What is it's it? It's, Wait, what is what? it? So it's what the dish that Gordon Ramsay is constantly yelling at everybody to uh, to be able to make the little rice uh, I know grain what dish. You're talking Why about, can't but I, I think of it? What it was. Well, whatever. <laughs> Keith tries it, and he also gets a little bit of. Uh, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> what's wrong with me right now? Not oysters. No, 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 no. Um, um, um. Scallops. What? Scal- there we go. go. Scallops and risotto. Thank you. He gets some scallops and risotto. Like, they actually dined in Hell's Kitchen, for any of my Hell's Kitchen fans out there. And he opens up to her and just says that this sexual maturity... Thank you, see who's in Deirdre. The risotto's coming in. We're on a little bit of a delay. That the sexual maturity, a.k.a. lack thereof, is an obstacle in their relationship. And I so, thought that was so mature of him to say it was. that. He has been extremely mature and understanding oh, yeah. of the virginity thing from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a really fair way. It's a concern for him. She's asking, is that a negative? Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> it's a negative. But this guy is being really, really nice and mm-hmm. saying that it's a concern. Look, yeah. I mean, we say the same thing every single week. Sexual intimacy, physical connection is really important in a relationship, extra important in a marriage because that's your person. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it for the rest of your life, right? So if you don't know if that's a match, you can't be sure that the relationship as a whole is a match. And these people theoretically are supposed to decide at the end of eight weeks if they're going to stay together. Exactly. I feel like it would be at least a little bit better if he was at least able to talk about it without her cringing. And I think that even that made it like even more of a setback because it's like, okay, so we're not having sex. Can we at least talk about it? Oh, no, even that makes you cringe. Okay, great. Um, I have to now like step over, you know, on thin glass. (laughs) Yeah. So a lot of you guys in the comments chime in. Tamika, I agree that question should have led to a nice conversation. Everybody fantasizes how they want their first time to be. Major Keys says she's the kind of woman who would worry about what her family would think of her performing sex Mm. on national TV. That's a really, really good point. But at the same time, she, and, and rightly so, she should probably own, what's her? She signed up for it. She signed up for it. (laughs) But rightly so, she should be thinking of her family more than us or the viewing audience or anything like that because obviously that's more important but she's also got to recognize how it's going to make her look to all of us kind of go in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Rob H. says I feel like if you get past a certain age before having sex it's really awkward for the person to have sex and to talk about it. I think so too because you get to a certain time period or age where the vast majority of your colleagues and contemporaries mm-hmm are not virgins, and they don't have that connection with you anybody, excuse me, anymore, and it definitely, at least in our society, has a negative, tends to have a negative stigma if Mm -hmm. if you're a certain age and you haven't lost your virginity yet, right or wrong, it's just the way it is. Oh no! You 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 are there. I was just like, I can't say he's wrong because that's actually very true. Let's say real quick. G <laughs> says just like Keith is respecting Iris's opinions about sex and her choice to wait. Iris needs to respect Keith's feelings and opinions. I don't think she disrespects them. I think she 
tell me what you think. I think internally she feels a little bit hurt that this is such a thing, but going in, she had to know that the virginity was going to be the big thing. I think she's taking what he's saying the wrong way and thinking that he's more like so attacking her virginity when that's not what he's doing at all. I think he's just laying it on the table the hey, this is the issue that's within the relationship, so this is what we should work on. Which, in any relationship, I think you should do instead of pretending like, oh, everything's all happy, everything's all neat and everything, because that's what leads to (coughs) Elizabeth and Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it shouldn't be, we're spending a lot of time on this, it shouldn't be such a negative either. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the chat who's been saying she's making him feel like a pervert like that's the exact wrong thing to do the guy's being really understanding right and he's willing to participate and answer the questions the whole like sex position the simple answer could have been like well oh, i don't know like i guess it'd be fun like yeah like it like, doesn't like go oh, buy a book oh like what's wrong with you freak <laughs> like uh, you know it's he didn't say like let's dress up as clowns and like run around the neighborhood and in someone's bushes or something. whatever we're we're kicking a dead horse here but anyway that's kind of it with them. Yeah, we end on that kind of a little bit awkward Awkward dinner. note. Right. I think let's, I would be laughing. Let's move over to Matt and Amber. Of course, we left <sighs> poor Amber. Baby, that poor baby. Poor Amber, just red-eyed and crying for hours, it seems like, because we know that last week, yeah. Matt left at some point during the day and just didn't come back all night. All. At all, and it looks like he came back much later in the day. 2 p.m. is what we find out. And how did you like this move, Lanisha? Love me. She's there in the corner, staring at the door for him to come in. He comes in ridiculously nonchalantly, like, What's up? I wanted to smack him upside his head. What's up? Where have you been? What are you talking about? What's up, man? Like, there's no way he didn't have a heads up that stuff was going to go bad. If you walk in your house and your husband or wife is sitting in the corner just staring at the door, you're in trouble. Don't you just, what's up? Oh, okay. So first, first of all, I would like to say about that. I like. (laughs) Amber reminded me first of. Caitlyn from last season, like okay. I, I, when she was crying and all that stuff, I was like, "Oh my gosh, you poor baby!" And then I wanted to. You mean sh- Kate? Okay, yeah, yeah. Kate. I wanted to shake Amber so badly because she forgave him too easily. I feel very, like. very too easily. easily because she says it's unacceptable that you didn't came home, and he's basically says, "Yeah, sorry, sorry. about that. My uh, my, my bad. bad. Oh, your my bad. bad. No, you all know it's your bad." <laughs> and then she's talking about, "I appreciate you, a pot. Like, shut up. Like, no, this is not right. Look, I'm <laughs> I'm completely for people going out with their friends. My wife hangs out with her friends. She sleeps over at some of her friends' house. I don't care as long as I know it's not a big deal. Like, <laughs> I do the same thing. It's friends. You go out. I don't want them drunkenly trying to come home if they go to a bar." Whatever, right? He went out with his boys. Well, text. She texted him. She called. Now, we could, could give Matt the benefit of the doubt. Hang on. Hear me out. I'm here. The benefit of the doubt is his phone was on silent, in his pocket. He was having a good friend. Excuse me, having a good time. Actually being a good friend, not having your face in your phone. That's actually a good thing. However... He killed it today when he came home because I saw his eye watch. So you know he got all the notifications right to his wrist and all like I understand that it wasn't planned, but dum dum, all you see is like, oh my wife's called four times. 
I'm an idiot. I didn't tell her I was hanging out with my friends. Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm just out with my friend. Hey, come out. Come hang out with us. You don't got your ring. You have your stuff missing. Let me just say this, okay? You lucky you have Amber because if I was your woman, you would have got smacked all the way out. All the way. Yeah. Who do you think you... And then coming in, what's up? I, oh, yeah, I, I tried to uh-huh. defend the wedding ring. I've forgotten my wedding ring at home, too. If I'm, like, eating or I'm working outside or something, I take it off and I leave. I've forgotten it, too. My wife has, too. But all the stuff put together. But then, just the, <laughs> the way she so easily forgave him mm-hmm. and his so nonchalant attitude i wrote down in the notes when we were watching it is this fake it seems so lame I was and like, just like uh, nothing was this edited is there anything cut out like did she maybe smack him and it was just too much and then they had to edit it out like honestly i i was not here for it so see you yeah. who's dropping some bombs in the chat ooh, ooh, now amber said matt texted her and told her he was with friends, but she begged him to come home, and he didn't. That's really different. Mm. If that's what happened, that's a different story and a different argument, different discussion. I feel but like that's, that's worse to me. That's not what they showed on TV. Well, I think it showed, would be worse. They didn't... Okay, so in the first one, she was saying that she called him like all night, and she wasn't receiving texts. But with Dr. Pepper... Then she ended up saying, like, yeah, I gave him a text, and he said I was out with friends, and then that's it. Did I completely miss that? I don't remember her saying to Dr. Pepper that he actually responded. She said it to Dr. Pepper, with, and then that was it. Okay, but, I'm sorry, because that went straight over my head, and I missed that. Because, <laughs> but I, at I mean, first de- she said she wasn't getting calls and texts at all. It definitely changes the story if he actually communicated it with her. And then she wanted to come home, and that's what's being so upset. Like, that's not what their argument sounded like. And if so, that she's a tiny—I'm going to say it, guys. She's a tiny bit hypocritical because she said, I don't care that you're out with your friends. It's that you weren't communicating. But if he did say, I'm out with my friends, then he did. And I don't know where to end up with all this. See you who said she said it to the camera. Thank you so much. I completely mm-hmm. I completely missed it. I completely missed that. So now, I mean— after all that, I honestly don't know what to think. Does that? How does it change it for you? It doesn't. Like, honestly, like, Matt, you should have came home. Clearly, she misses you. And this was probably during the daytime when she texted him, like, hey, like, where are you? Right. Or maybe it was at that 2 a.m. when she stayed up late. Because remember, it said she stayed up till 2 a.m. in the right. morning. Right. May probably even later. See, the weird thing to me, too, and maybe I just have a, well, I know I have a really good relationship, but maybe it's just better than most. If that's me, I don't really like to go out with friends and stuff without my wife. There's honestly not a yeah. time when I don't want my wife to come out. So if that's such a big thing right there, mm-hmm. why wouldn't he just say, come out? You know he can't be that far from their apartment. Like He's and, definitely not more than an Uber ride away. Just go hang out. And I feel like Dr. Pepper was right on the nose. The one thing you know about her, the one thing. Abandonment. Abandonment. That's, That's a great the one point. thing you know about her, and you leave her alone all night, Yep, <laughs> all that, day. That's a great point, because <laughs> Dr. Pepper had to come through and regulate real quick and basically tell Matt he was being an idiot. But, you know, at the same time, Amber is kind of a pushover. It, it, I mean, guys, tell mm. us what you think in the chat. Was his apology sincere? Look, Sorry. I'm not trying to wreck this guy, but... 
I didn't think his apology came off very sincere. He might be nervous around cameras. I'll, I'll give it to him. I'm trying to give it to him. I'm trying. <laughs> he did, his apology didn't seem sincere. The massage didn't even really seem sincere. The it just massage like, didn't for you? No. It, it came off a little robotic to me. She said, <laughs> massage, I get massage table. Here we are. <laughs> that, and it, You know what? Maybe it's a little bit for me. I'm obviously a very expressive person. I'm very outgoing. And Matt is not. Mm-hmm. So to me, she comes and he's like, I need you to change into the bathing suit. And we will go on the massage table. And I will put oil in. It's like, bro, like... <laughs> Snap it up, Matt. Let's have some excitement going on. Like, let's get some expression and some energy or something. Like, this is basically an apology. Yeah. She, I think, he is very... the flowers very, going. The production did. She, <laughs> I just think she's a really, really... Uh, I think a lot of the stuff in her past and her past relationships and things have made her a pushover. And she, I think, just like Dr. Pepper said, she mm. doesn't have... And she's not... She's not experiencing and she's not exuding enough self-confidence yeah. to stick up for herself and say, that's not good enough. Like, you're not actually apologizing. You don't understand what you did wrong. You don't really get it. May, you know, because throughout the rest of the episode, she keeps saying, I don't want Matt to be upset about this. Well, no, you do, because what he did was screwed up. Yeah. I felt like she had more of, like, that energy with the bathroom than she did with this. Absolutely. So I was kind of Him going confused. to a different bathroom was was a bigger <laughs> abandonment issue for her than him staying out all night. It said, yeah, it was a and big you reaction. And me crying all night? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, Come on. no, honey. And called your dad. If your father-in-law gets called, you're in big trouble. Like, you start to be in big trouble. <laughs> Plus, the twin could come through, and then it's like two, it's like Dragon Ball Z characters, kind of like uh, crazy power. Natasha says, Matt is hiding something. We've been thinking that from the beginning, guys. Keisha says, I think he cheated on her. Reg says, Who's Amber. that other friend? Hey. Okay, I feel y'all in the chat. <laughs> Amber isn't needy. Matt is emotionally unavailable. I think so. I think I think Amber's a little needy, too. I, you know, I think being a little needy kind of comes along with the whole being a pushover thing. Mm. Right? Because if she's just going to lay down and just accept the apology, no problem, everything's great, then it's as long a, as you I, don't I, leave. I need uh-huh. to get back together real mm-hmm. quick, right? That's long, kind of a little bit what it's As long as you don't leave. Major Key says it's fake, especially as acting like coming home with some kind of his unusual expectation. AM says he wasn't sincere. He was just like the other Amber and the guy who was sexing her up and being cold. She's a pushover. JN says they both need <laughs> intensive therapy. <laughs> a lot of people in our chat think... Yeah, yeah. A lot of people in our chat think he cheated on her. I don't know. We don't know yet, guys, but we do know from some of the previews that it looks like that, right? Oh. This is their... their Lanisha, they're leading us down a path. I They're leading us so down a path too. for Matt. We gotta, we have to pause because we're we're really short on time because we love talking about this with you oh. guys. Thank you so much. Um, just super quick, of course. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and give us a big thumbs up. Give yeah. us some comments if you're listening to us on iTunes. Please rate us five star. Give us comments. You guys are our extended panel. We love you. I see all of you in here. Momo, Ginger, Trace, JN, Deirdre, Deirdre, AM, JN, Mr. Hollywater, Reg, Deirdre what? again, Crystal, Natasha. There's over 100 of you guys in here watching us. Thank you so oh. much for making AfterBuzz TV the ESPN of TV talk. I got that house ad in really quick <laughs> because we got to talk about Beth and Jamie, okay? We've got this to. is the crazy time, right, guys? Okay. So let's switch into it. Boom. Right off the bat, we are coming off the gigantic fight where Matt 
you know, sulked off and left the apartment for some reason. <laughs> that was dumb. And then once again, Dr. Pepper had to come over to regulate and tell these idiots what's up. So Beth is just completely shut down, right? She wants nothing to do with any of this. They're trying to talk it through with Dr. Pepper and Matt. This might sound no, odd. Jamie? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Jamie. <laughs> sorry. I think that Jamie was sincere in his apology for the divorce comment. Absolutely. I think Jamie is trying way more harder than Elizabeth. Elizabeth is, and then correct me if I'm wrong in the chat, guys, but Elizabeth has not given not one apology. Jamie has been apologizing <laughs> no. this entire episode, but Elizabeth... I think she I did a different episode about going a little crazy over him not meeting up with for breakfast, didn't they? did they have a... Did yeah. she not apologize for that? No, I think they were just like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, she, she, she is, to put it very nicely, she's very eccentric. Crazy. So, okay. Yeah. She's a little <laughs> crazy. She's a little crazy. And he is definitely the extreme opposite of her. So he is too laid back. And she is definitely needy. In certain aspects of the relationship, and he is his being so laid back, he is overlooking a bunch of that stuff that she at least needs in her head. I feel like he's doing. There's only one thing I agreed with Elizabeth in this, and that was the too much sex and like let's just like hold off on it and get to know each other mentally, which is what you guys, you know, maybe that's why you know the other couples are doing a little better. I don't know, right? But um. That's the only thing I agreed with Elizabeth, but she flies off the handle way too many times. It seems like it. And I want to point out, Momo Taro in the chat is exactly right. I don't think Elizabeth owes Jamie an apology. I don't think so for this either, necessarily. He Well, hang on. He expects sex on demand, and she's not with it. I'm glad she got him together. That's right. There is no such thing as sex on demand. That should not be a thing, obviously. It should be when both people are in the mood and ready. Or at least you're trying to, you know, please the other person. Maybe if you're not so much in the mood, you do it. But if it's completely right. not, and UTI is a very good reason why not to have sex. You really shouldn't. So for sure, why do you think uh, Elizabeth owes him an apology just for okay. flying off the handle? Well, yeah, like over nothing. Like there was a certain way. Like Jamie, I feel like he tried different tactics, and it was at least doing what Dr. Pepper was saying. She was just saying, everyone could kiss my butt. Let me leave. Let me do this. And she wasn't handling everything at the moment. She would just get mad. And he he expressed already. He's like, I didn't intentionally mean to do this. Right. She was still cussing at him, being disrespectful. After Dr. Pepper had to sit down with them saying... It takes respect to give respect. Right. And she owes him from last episode. I'm not over that Caucasian sex. Okay? Well, that, I mean, this... She, she I owes don't know. him an apology. We got a lot of great comments. Crystal, Elizabeth, and Jamie. Crystal Grid Art ASMR. You got a lot of stuff going on on your YouTube channel. <laughs> Elizabeth and Jamie are going to work. They need to learn how to communicate in, in a healthy way, but they're crazy about each other. I don't think I agree. Natasha, mm. Beth, and Jamie, I can't deal. They're both crazy. AM says two extremes are a no-go, but her dad is the cause of why she's loco. But she is the one who initiates sexy time. That's a really great observation. She normally is, so it's weird if, who knows how often he's trying to initiate, and Mm -hmm. if she immediately shuts it off. I would disagree with you from last episode, because I thought her question about his parents' divorce was completely valid. And he seemed to really fly off the handle in his subdued way about that seemingly innocuous, 
getting to know my husband kind of question. And then he really jabbed back at her that I thought was was uncalled for. Absolutely. But he came back and he apologized for it. That's what I'm saying. They're both in the wrong. And I feel like he's doing all the apology. She needs to do some apology. We... Absolutely called it. Their relationship is really based around sex for a lot of it. So they're trying to see if they can explore the rest of it. Tamika says Jamie was being passive aggressive. He could have gone to the second bedroom, but he wanted to stay in her face. Yeah, they both could have gone to separate bedrooms. They didn't need this random, you know, I'm going to leave. No, I'm going to leave. So... Okay. Well, she's the one that told him to sleep on the couch. Like she's like, "You can sleep here," and he's like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, because he seemed to get offensive. Like, I want to take sex off the table. Taking sex mm-hmm. off the table, I think, sounds bigger than it is. Mm-hmm. That's also just it would be the same thing as if your partner said, "I'm really not in the mood. Like, I, I don't want to," or like, right. "I'm feeling sick," or something. Like, all she has to do is kind of reject it. Mm-hmm. Taking sex off the table, I think, blows it up bigger than it necessarily has to be. But I can understand, like, the whole point is to make sure that the relationship, at least from her perspective, is not just sexual. Right. That's why I said that's the only thing I agreed with her about. But um, I kind of get where, even though, like, I don't agree with him, like, saying, like, oh, my gosh, sex. But I get why he was thinking that, because that is the only thing that is working for them. I mean, it really is. And that's exactly what he said, (laughs) and it seemed like it. So we'll see. They make up. She doesn't leave. Mm -hmm. She doesn't go home, even after threatening it for a couple times. They make up. Everything seems good. They play the little post-it note game, which was... she hopped on top of him. Yeah, yeah. We got the sexy dance. Sexy dance. Sure. Not really. Awkward dance, but definitely Elizabeth. (laughs) And they played the game. It was fine. And then they did their full moon circle, which I've never heard. Have you heard of this before? I've never. I've heard of people being like serious about the full moon, but I never... The water, and then the sage, and then there was all these candles. The dogs were participating as well. You could see. That dog seems so relaxed. Jamie really liked this because this was a completely opposite side of Beth. She was focused. She was calm, more quiet, more meditative, in fact. It was the only time she wasn't chewing off his head besides sex. That was it. So, guys... (laughs) I mean, maybe this is a good thing. We know today is a meteor shower. It's a black moon tonight. Maybe you guys try your own little full moon circle. Maybe they need some more of that sage and more. Maybe that's what they need. Probably. Maybe Maybe do it once a day. If that, that works, I would say, like, hey, you know what? That's Smudge the house that every did? day. Let's do this every day. Let's <laughs> Keep do <that>. smudging. Keep <laughs> smudging. Guys, we are going to go into our special segment here. We, of course, are, as always, running low on time because we love talking to you guys. If you are watching us, go ahead and go. In the description is the link to the Survey Monkey survey where you guys, too, can rate the couples. And we are accumulating all of those. Jonathan, do you want to throw your amazing charts up on the screen for us? And oh, we will yeah. go in oh. your order. So first is Jamie and Elizabeth. Elizabeth right here. Lanisha, what do you give Jamie and Elizabeth today? A three and a half. (laughs) Whoa, last week I gave him an eight. That's crazy. Okay. That's crazy. That is. I I need to let you know this is a week out of date. I need to update it for last week. No problem. uh, No, no, no. Don't apologize for anything. I don't remember what I gave him. But they're definitely going to come down for me today. I I don't love the fights. I don't love the tone of the fights. I don't know if Jamie's going to put up with the flying off the handles. So I'm going to go down to a five. Five. Five for them. That's their sex life is a five. Yeah. 
No, I think their sex life's probably a 10 oh, when their it's sex on. sex life is a 10. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Deanna and Greg had sex finally. Here we go. What do you give them? I'm going to give them a 7. They're doing, I have hopes for them. They're doing better. I mean, you can see my trend line right there. It is going down. For me, no problem. They are the best. They are my front runner couple right yes. now. They are an eight to me. They yes. are doing the best. And unfortunately, it's not saying that much because they're, I don't know, a little shaky anyway. <laughs> I have hopes. Oh, Keith and Iris. Oh, man, do I fluctuate on this. And so do you. Look at you. <laughs> you got two mountains going there, and I have a big valley. What I'm so bipolar. You- <laughs> Just like Jamie and Elizabeth. <laughs> what are you giving these two tonight? Um, I really like them, and I think Keith is going to make it work. I'm going to give them an eight. I, I, if they I could just get over this hill. I, I don't know. I'm going to stay really neutral on them and stay five. Really? Yeah, I don't know. The sex thing might be too much. They might mm. not be able, able to overcome it by the end of, of Decision Day. And then finally, hopes. where's Matt and Amber, Jonathan? <laughs> yeah, Matt and Amber, both of us have an extremely oh. downward trend line. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Not doing great. What are you thinking? I don't even know if I agree with what I wrote down. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to give them a five and a half. They five went down half? for me. They're going to keep going down for me. My early prediction, I know we're not doing predictions. You don't have to play the music. But my early prediction for them is that she is going to want to stay together and he does not. Yeah. So I'm going to give them a four because I think this guy is going to pull the ripcord. There's someone else. <laughs> He's going to pull the ripcord, or we're going to have that cheating scandal or whatever. Well, that is it, guys. Like I said, go ahead and go to the link in our description. Please give us your votes. I love to hear what you guys score the couples as well. And again, on the finale, we're going to reveal how your trend lines went as well. Before we say goodbye, we have a tiny bit of fun news. This is fun (laughs) news. It's not tech. It's technically married at first sight news. Jonathan, do you want to put up the article? Yes. Give me one second. Technically, this is Married at First Sight news. It's not Married at First Sight, the show news. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that it was extremely cute that recently Idris Elba still should be James Bond 007. Still, it should be this man. (laughs) Said that it was a love at first sight meeting his wife, Sabrina. And I just thought that was cool that even celebrities, even, you know, people just rounded about, maybe a lot of you guys in our chats have experienced love at first sight, and that can easily turn into marriage. It's not marriage at first sight. Love at first sight is totally possible. So these couples could have had love at first sight and marriage at first sight. Do you believe? Y'all definitely, I believe in (laughs) love at first, well, sexual love at first sight. Hey, yeah, (laughs) it's all good. Okay, now... Sorry, we'll do a final segment here. Let us go into real quick, because I see we have a minute and a half left. Jonathan, let's do it. Play that prediction music. Ooh. All right. Lanisha. And now you're after. You want to do all the couples? You want to do a prediction right now of all the couples? Or you want to do just one? You want to do all? Yes, let's do it. Let's do all. Let's do all. We're going to go real quick. Let me pull up the list again. Let's go real quick. Let's go in the order we did today. Give us a prediction for Keith and Iris. Uh, Keith and Iris, I believe that maybe they will, when it's close, very close to D-Day, have sex. I predict that Iris is not going to have sex and that Keith is going to respectfully, politely decline to maintain the relationship. I believe they're going to stay together. Don't say that. I love it. No, I love that. I love not, that. I want them to break up for you. Okay. See, that's what I was going to say. If not, that's fine, too, because Keith. 
I, I am a shoulder to lean on. As you guys who watch us on the Bachelorette panel know, <laughs> yesterday, uh, Christine DM'd Jed the winner. It was kind of a gag, but she definitely did live on the air. Let's go to Greg and Deanna. I think they're going to make it. Oh, wow. Yeah. There we go. I think they are, too. Easy yeah. prediction. They are the trend line up, and they didn't start from a great place with me. So, good. Matt and Amber? Oh, I think Matt's going to cheat on her, and I feel like she's going to be heartbroken. I definitely agree with you with she's going to really want to stay, and he's going to want to go. Yeah, I and gave my prediction woman. already. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think that's going to be it. And then let's just finish it off with Elizabeth and Jamie. Oh, I they're doomed. Maybe have one last round of sex. Yeah. Maybe even after a D-Day, be like, well, do you want to just have sex and hook up? Okay, cool. Not- <laughs> they, might, yeah. they might remain friends with benefits like for a <laughs> long time after the show. Be, they're going to be friends with benefits. <laughs> I think, I yeah, oh, I think they're going to stay together. Really? I just think for some reason the crazy is going to work. It's going to work for him, and he's going to stay. I, he's just going to stay together. I don't know. It's he. It's so opposite for him, and it's probably so opposite any woman he would date. Because I bet in his normal life he would never dare approach a woman like this or even try to ask her out. Right. And so it's this unicorn for him, and it's so. I maybe a lot of aspects in his life that he aspires to be she embodies this outgoing fiery personality i don't know that's my random so gut exhausting. i agree but Ugh. that's just my random gut instinct so <laughs> guys of course let us know what you guys think in the comments again thank you so much for hanging out with us for this hour i see you guys in the chat natasha g jn and tamika g mr Aliwada, deirdre Crystal, Tamika, Natasha, see you who's all you guys. Thank you so much. Until next week, Lanisha, where can our friends catch up with you? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lanisha spelled L-A-N-I-S-H-A-914. Guys, my name is Mike Thieling. You can find me everywhere at Mike Thieling. Of course, if you guys are into these reality love shows, you know I'm doing Love Island here every single day. I will be back here tomorrow with Love Island. Guys, man. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the moon. Yeah. (laughs) Garo and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.